My name is Mary Kay Blum, and on behalf of the Doorways Leadership and Influence Network, welcome. We enjoy talking with people from many different walks of life about how they lead others through their influence and how they influence others through their leadership. We hope you'll enjoy it too. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Rick Shields, your host and the director of the Doorways Leadership and Influence Network. Thank you for investing your time with us on this episode. I'm happy to have my dear friend, John McVeigh, joining us today. For those who know or who know about him, John is known as a missions mobilizer. Early in his career, he and his family served in ministry and lived for a short time in East Asia, France, and then served for nine years as a church administrator and missions pastor. He recently finished serving 25 years as the chief operating officer for the In His Image Family Medicine Residency and Medical Missions Program here in Tulsa. For aspiring missionaries in the USA, John started the Ask a Missionary website and helped launch the Journey Deepens Retreats and later the Priority 15 Gathering. He's a husband, a father to six amazing adult kids, five of them married to fabulous spouses, and a grandfather to eight smart, beautiful grandchildren. John, have I left anything out? Well, I did marry way above myself. That's absolutely true. And your wife is a beautiful lady and so glad to be friends with your whole family. John, it's been 15 years ago that a coworker caught me in the hallway and said that you were looking for an accountability partner and suggested that you and I may have a lot in common. And at the time, in addition to working full-time as an associate pastor at our church, I was also operating doorways our own missions ministry. I was pretty busy, couldn't imagine how to add another needy person to my life, but agreed to meet with you because I thought, oh boy, he's got all sorts of needs and just needs to talk to people. I thought, hey, I'll have breakfast with him once and then I'll just never do that again. And that was over 15 years ago. We've been meeting nearly twice a month ever since. Do you remember, John, did you need the accountability partner or did you think it was me that needed the accountability partner? At the time, it was definitely me. I uh, had been mentored for a few years by my friend, Ben, who moved out of Tulsa and went into missions. He was about you know, 10, 15 years ahead of me in ministry and age. And I uh, was looking for a mentor. And I think God led me to the idea of the accountability partner and someone that's a little similar on the stage of journey that I was. And um, that was you, brother. So I needed to get to meet with somebody every every couple of weeks, one-on-one. And so that was on my heart. And somehow we did it once and you said yes a second time. But what happened there? Apparently, I said to myself, this is good. I think I could sit and talk with a person that has similar interests with me. And I'd grow from that and decided, let's try it again and again and again. And we came to meet at what I called was our holy place. It was a a restaurant that later closed and we had to move. It was difficult. In fact, I reserved eating there only when I was with you. There was one time I went and I felt like I I was committing treason by eating there with someone else because it had become such a, really, in my heart, it had become such a holy place. It was an important place for me. John, tell me, How is an accountability partner similar or different from like a 12-step sponsor? I have some friends that have gone through Celebrate Recovery, others that have been part of Alcoholics Anonymous and having sponsors. And I just really cheer that on, that 
amazing ministry. And I think the emphasis on that is, from what I understand, is you know accountability, getting freed from certain strongholds or addictions in our uh, in lives. And what God has given uh, you and me, Rick, is is different than that. It's uh, more one on one. There's not like a deep root issue that we're trying to hold each other accountable for. It's it's uh, it's completely different than that. I agree. It's completely different. It's certainly based on similar interests. I appreciate that. How do you think an accountability partner is similar or different from like spiritual mentoring or coaching or discipling or even just friendship? How is that different? Yeah, and I think mentoring and coaching and discipleship often uh, imply um, someone who's, you know, quite a bit further along in their journey with Christ. And in our case, it was more of a mutual, you know, I'm sharing with you my weaknesses, you're sharing with me your weaknesses. As I was kind of walking into the room here to spend this time with you, I uh, was reminded of a Bible verse that I tried to uh, review every week, where the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, he responds to a difficult situation in his life. Uh, He was praying and the Lord gave him an answer. And part of that answer is, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And so, you know, we share our struggles and our weaknesses with each other for encouragement and prayer. And then I'm also even challenged by the words of the Apostle Paul as he goes on. He says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. And I think it's so easy in um, North American Christianity to just kind of share our strengths and successes versus our weaknesses. And it just means a lot for me to have someone that I can share one-on-one my weaknesses and struggles and no need. Yeah, we don't share a lot about our strengths and about our, of course, we share about the successes, but neither of us go around bragging about, well, I did this, I did that, I did something else. It's so amazing. People are just waiting for me to show up. We don't do that. And I don't have that many strengths, so it wouldn't take me that long if I did, but. Why do you think having an accountability partner is so helpful? I think it it's more than just a friendship. It's a priority uh, relationship. Uh, and I have friends that I get together with, you know, at different frequencies, depending on how busy I am and they are. I think the accountability relationship is more making it a priority, even in really busy seasons, that really drawing close to the Lord and close to each other kind of roots me in my faith and journey with Jesus. I'd like to talk about some of the reasons to have an accountability partner in just a minute. But first, let me take a moment to remind our listeners that feedback is important to us. If you have a suggestion for a guest or for a topic, please let me know. You can drop me an email at info at doorways.cc, and we'll see how to incorporate that into our podcast schedule. I'm sincere. I really do appreciate both your feedback and your input. You're listening to the Doorways Leadership and Influence Network podcast. My name is Rick Shields, and I'm glad to have my dear friend, John McVeigh, with us today on this episode as we talk about the importance of having an accountability partner. So, John, what are some of the reasons for us to have an accountability partner? I think that accountability partner can challenge us to new things and uh, help us to push our limits as we face the challenges of life whether it's in ministry, whether it's in marriage, whether it's in parenting, or being an adult child of aging uh, parents. There was a season uh, for a number of years, uh, one of our daughters almost died from pretty intense asthma 
you know, lots of runs to the hospital with the ambulance, giving her the EpiPen, rushing to get oxygen. Um, and then she had a number of surgeries and hospitalizations and just trying to be a dad that loved her in that struggle, trying to be, you know, relating to my wife who is wonderful and thinks differently than I do. And how do I, you know, support her and care for her as in her life as a mother of a child that's really struggling. And so I think having an accountability partner to listen, and sometimes even as I'm sharing, even before my partner shares some insights, it's like, as I talk out loud, God speaks to me as well Mm -hmm. as I'm listening to myself. I think that they can help us to plan and to strategize goals. I know how helpful you were to me as I struggled with this concept of starting the Doorways Leadership and Influence Network. It was not something that happened overnight. This process that took place over several years, and you were able to help me walk through those things, talk through them, think about them, and figure out how to really get this thing kickstarted. And I want to jump in. I, if I remember right, that was like the fall of 2019 as God was correct that vision in you. And you were wondering, hey, how is that going to flow with the other areas of international ministry that you've done? And then all of a sudden, the world shut down the end of March 2020, and the international travel went on a long pause. And I was able to just cheer you on and say, hey, look, you know, God already put this together for this season. He gave you this vision even before anybody knew that COVID was going to hit. And so that's that's right. It was not something we said, what are we going to do now? It was already addition to what we were currently doing. And I got to cheer you on and and kind of highlight what I saw as just the supernatural timing and and, uh, encourage you to embrace the adventure of moving into this new ministry. What else? Another reason why we should have an accountability partner. Yeah, I I think for me, I went through a difficult season with the ministry that I'm a part of. We received most of the funding for our U.S. medical training through a hospital system. And the hospital system gave us about nine months notice, but they said they were going to cut our budget by 40%. And most of our budget was involved in funding the the teachers and the uh, the trainees. And it's like, it's a three-year program. We can't just cut 40% with a nine-month notice. And it just meant so much to me to get to share with you the challenges of praying and exploring those options. I will agree with you. Even though I was only in it vicariously, I was in it with you, friend. I think another good reason to have an accountability partner is because they help us to remember that these goals that we made and help us to stay on track. It's so easy to make goals and then not follow through, but how important it is to be able to have someone to say, hey, how are you doing as it relates to this goal that you made? And that especially is true for me with the birth of, of the Doorways Leadership and Influence Network, that you helped me with that quite a lot. And some of that was just reminding you what God had spoken to you. You know, in the midst of really busy times and lots of details, sometimes it's hard to remember the big picture. And I'm not I'm not strong on the big picture for myself, but getting to listen to you and what the Lord was speaking to you, I got to remind you about some of those. Thank you. Thank you for that. What's another reason that you're thinking of that we need to have an accountability partner? Well, most of us that are in some type of career or ministry what is it? We're working with people and people yeah. are not easy to work with. The people that work for me uh, know how difficult it is to work with me. And 
We have different gifts, different styles, different approaches, and getting to share some of my struggles as I work with others with different approaches, um, getting to cry on your shoulder, as it were, Rick, and getting to hear you encourage me with some of those struggles you'd had in different situations that you've been in over the years is really special. It's just so easy to think that, okay, I'm the only one that's going through this challenge with somebody else. And it's like, no, it's uh, something that other people have walked through. And my accountability partner has uh, done it and survived and helped yeah. me get a perspective. My daughter-in-law was a member of your staff for years and she died unexpectedly in December of 2019. Some of the darkest moments of our lives, I have to tell you, that was by all means the most difficult time I've ever walked in. And to be able to have you who knew her and who also loved her and who cared for us was so important. You provided support for us that others couldn't. And I am so appreciative of the support that you provided during those dark days for us. They were dark, John. God's bringing us away beyond that to an, another side. It's not that the grief has gone away. Boy, it still hurts. It's still shocking. But His grace is helping us to move forward every day, and, and I'm so grateful for your help in, in that. I also, getting back to the topic, and the truth is this is all the topic, I know that an accountability partner can act as an independent observer. They're not in the middle of everything, and they may be able to look at both sides of a situation and maybe bring things back more towards center because they are independent and they're observer. They're not really stuck in the middle of the fight. And I have a lot of blind spots in my life. And it's really special to have somebody who knows me well over the years, but is not in the same job or office as me in addition. So to me, it's, it, it's I love having uh, my fellow coworkers as friends, but it's really special to have somebody who's kind of outside the power structure and able to help remind me of some things that empathize with me, but also help me see some things about myself that I wouldn't see otherwise. And I know scripture says, do not be anxious about anything, but it means a lot to be able to have somebody who prays for me in some of the challenging times. A final thing that I wanted to note is that an accountability partner gets to share in your happiness as you achieve your success. Because in some ways, your success is their success because they're walking alongside you that. And that's such an important thing. I, even though I'm not part of DLIN meetings, it's been so special to get to pray and rejoice to see how DLIN has blossomed uh, over the months and the years. It's been a really a privilege to get to pray and cheer on what God is doing. I want to mention that I think that probably a lot of some people listening might say, well, that all sounds good, but I'm really too busy to do this. And I just want to say that over these years that Rick and I have gotten together, we've both had seasons where we've been way too busy to do it. But really, it was like we were too busy and too challenged not to do it. And we would, you know, sometimes we'd miss a, a Tuesday and move it, you know, another week later. But we we kept the meetings going because we knew how much we needed God That's to right. speak to both of us through the other one. For those that may want to consider trying this, what ground rules do you think people should consider when having an accountability partner? And we've already alluded to this. Shared interests are really important. 
an accountability partner is not a counselor or a coach. You may not have the same level of experience or exactly the same job, but I think a similar track is really important. That's not to say that you should have a dog in the hunt. When the Old West is being settled, ranchers and farmers may have both worked with animals, but they had reasons why the other should not be infringing on their livelihood. And so I think shared interests are important, but that doesn't mean you have to be walking hip and hip together. And then confidentiality is important. This is something that maybe people don't understand. We don't really socialize outside of our time of spending time as accountability partners. We're friends. It isn't that we don't care to see each other outside of those times that we meet. But for me, it's easier to keep any confidential discussions we've had out of play. We have a lot of mutual friends, and it would be just for me too easy to be in a casual conversation and say something I shouldn't have been saying. If you can't trust the person you're sharing your heart with, you won't share the deepest thoughts and feelings that are confronting you. And if those are off limits, accountability is not possible. So my two ground rules would be shared interest and confidentiality. I think those are pretty critical. It's so special to have somebody that you can share your deepest thoughts and feelings with uh, besides your spouse. And, you know, I love doing that. I love hearing from my wife, Nicole. I love sharing with her, but it's, um, it's also very special and good to have an accountability partner that I can share my deepest thoughts and feelings with that I don't do that a lot. And I, I think that often in group settings, even small groups, it's hard to do that. But to have a one-on-one friendship, it's it's worth making that a priority in, in right. our lives. And like you, I love my wife, Sheila, dearly. And it's not that I don't share any deep or private thoughts or feelings with her. That That's not the case at all. But there's something about being able to be away from someone with whom you are you are so tightly connected and yet also have this amazing connection that makes it possible for you to share things that otherwise might not be so easy to talk about. And I want to encourage people who are listening, if you don't have an accountability partner, it may be a good idea to find one, to make that effort to have one. I know that it's been uh, something that has strengthened me. and I'm confident it's helped you too, John. I'm so glad that you reached out those many years ago and said, hey, let's let's do this. It's been a huge blessing from the Lord. I want to encourage people to, if your first accountability partner connection doesn't work, try a second one or a third one. It's a little bit like baseball. Hey, if you hit 300, you're doing pretty well. Don't just try one and give up. Try another one if, if the first one doesn't fly for you. Hey, friend, that's our show for today. If you enjoyed the content or would like to hear future podcasts, Please follow us or subscribe so you can be notified when new podcasts are released. Until next time, this is Rick Shields. And on behalf of the Doorways Leadership and Influence Network, here's my prayer for you. May you have rest when you need it, strength when you want it, and joy when you least expect it. Until next time, may the Lord bless you as you follow after him. Thanks for listening.